okay. See, I do this. I don't know. I never know. Oh. I'm going to be prepared <laughs> the next time that I have to start because mm-hmm. this awkwardness okay. is just ridiculous. You would think that I don't even know how to talk. I mean, but you know what? What you know? It is what it is. No, there's no. See, I'm just talking. We're we're here now. Now we're here now, and I just we're here now. comment. Okay, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Almost Blurred. It's your girl Dove Cat, and to my left. Oh, okay. See, I waited, JB. That was me. Yep, yep. I, I made it. I feel. I feel like a whole different person now. The way I've been waiting. Uh, I've been. I've been good about it. You. I mean, great. Because, you know, before yep. you would just keep talking. If you're still looking at me as the person from episode two, you don't know me anymore. <laughs> you really get on my damn nerves. Like, it's not even. You're right. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know who mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a whole different person. A whole different person. You changed on me. Mm-hmm. I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. She raggedy too, but you know I'm gonna leave her alone because she grieving. Yeah, grief. Yeah. I, I give her a couple months. A couple I months, give and then what? Like, give her to the Super Bowl. What's that? February. Then, yeah, because then the fish plates and stuff will need to come back out anyway. We're not gonna do that, okay? Okay. We're not we gonna see and act like Keisha Cole is not a vocalist. Sis can sing. Hmm. You don't think she can sing? The first time, the first time I, <laughs> I wasn't prepared, but the first time I heard Keisha Cole sing the song "Love," I thought it was like a parody. Like when she got to the, I, 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 I was, I was like, oh, this, this, this can't be real. But then I was like, oh no, she's doing it again. I don't appreciate the Keisha Cole slander. I mean, I liked Keisha's first two albums. I don't even listen to albums. Singles. Single me, please. So what I find is that when I'm listening to people's albums, they aren't good. mm -hmm. You got one or two songs that are popular on the radio. And those are usually the ones that I like because you, whomever picked those songs to be on the album knew they would be good for radio or TikTok trend or what have you. So I like it. But some of the, like the the rest of the album is kind of poo poo. Well, her first two albums were dope. Then after that, she, like, what was it, A Girl Like Me or something, whatever it was, she could have kept him. And then after that, oh, it was, a, it was a mess. But we are here, which means there's more blurdy things for us to talk about today. And Keisha Cole is not one of those. Uh, she's usually not a topic of anyone's conversation. Now, this is probably the first time this happened in a while. We're not going to shame Keisha Cole. <laughs> okay, we just not. But let's see. Where can Cole. we start? Oh, yeah. Shouting out. Shouting out. Hey. But okay, so we had we said we were gonna talk about what if today. Mm-hmm. And then came across a little bit of news that I wanted to talk about, see what your thoughts were on things. So let's just start with the news. We're gonna start with the news. So, 
one of the things I came across today, was it today or yesterday? It was an interview with, um, I'll never know her name. Does anyone know the name of the girl who plays Nebula? No. No. Yeah, her. That girl who plays Nebula? Yeah, let's see. That, that's first rude. name. Let me look her up. First name, the girl. Last name, who plays Nebula? Because all, all those prosthetics and stuff she got to go through to be in that character, she deserves some respect. So I'm about to give her some respect. Her name is Karen Gillen. Her name is really Karen. Yeah, her real name is Karen. Oh, you've seen her before. Yeah, she was in Jumanji, she was... right? Yeah, she's in both of them. <laughs> Okay, I said that like I've seen Jumanji, but I assume that you've seen him because you have a child. Mm-mm. She was talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. There were already a lot of speculations already that it was there was going to be some people dying. Like someone had figured out, well, they're assuming that if you go back and look at the title image for Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy is always in a different color. Right. And the color in the first one, I don't remember who died in the first one, but whatever color it was, maybe it was Groot. It was Groot. So the color of the words matched him. And then in the second one, the colors of the words matched, um, what's our friend, the Whistler? Yondu. Yes. Yeah, Yondu. And this one, this time, the colors kind of match a little bit like Drax. They look like Drax, but... She was talking and she was like, she read the script with one of her um, castmates and they cried. What is really sad? But is it really sad? What if Nebula's the one that dies? I mean, but who who would care? I mean, but Gamora don't even know she really like her yet. Remember, the Gamora we had is the one who just, you know what, sis, you told me that this is what daddy doing. I'm already feeling a little way about it. I'm willing to work with you. She had the bonding moments with Nebula where like they legit like work together and, you know, saved each other and all this other stuff. She don't like that. I like that. You're right. Um, so I don't, I don't it probably is going to be Drax, but Drax has been trying to die since the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, he ain't been trying mm-hmm. to die, but he was okay. He has been okay with dying for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It wouldn't be shocking to me if he was the one to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I don't know. Rocket is really popular. They might not kill him off. What if they yeah. kill Peter? I mean, we'll be okay with that, too. No one has forgiven him from uh, Infinity War. Now, granted, you know what? I still I do believe he would have ended up getting that gauntlet anyway. He was wearing them out. <laughs> he was wearing them out. And if they would have taken it, I mean, it's not like they would have used it. They would have just been like, oh, shit, now we got a gauntlet. Now we got to keep it away from him. They would have been playing a game of keep away. He probably would have summoned some more people with the donut. And they the donut. Jumped, yeah, the, the, his little spaceship, you know, shaped like a donut. They would have jumped out and... They would have been the ones doing all the fight, and then they would have lost the gauntlet again. Although, you know, that fight between Thanos and Doctor Strange was so dope. Amazing. Like, especially considering Thanos was using an Infinity Stone that whole time with all the stuff he was doing, and Doctor Strange was just wearing it out, just killing it. Doctor Strange was like, you know what? 
He's so dope. I, I really hope that. Oh, and this next movie of his is going to just set him all the way off. Like he's going to be like a favorite, I'm sure, after this one. I mean, well, hopefully, you know, Wanda's in there. Wanda has basically taken over the MCU at the moment. And we're fine with that because we don't have a heroine yeah. to follow. Yeah. yeah, we love her. Also, wait, so you're just not going to uh, include Captain Marvel in that? Ooh. <laughs> don't get mm. me wrong. Carol mm-hmm. Danvers is mm-hmm. uh, impressive. Mm-hmm. She's not a witch. And I like to le- I I lean more into the supernatural side of things, um, sci-fi type of things, and she is definitely there. Um, mm-hmm. But plus, I feel like Wanda is going to be the one to lead us into an X Men type of situation. Yeah, yeah, that so, connection is definitely coming. So if it ain't Storm, if it ain't Michaela Cole being Storm, then. <laughs> It most definitely can be Wanda with Wicked and Speed. So, uh, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, there's rumor that there could be multiple people passing away. Oh, never mind. This actually might work with what you're talking about. Came across this. I was trying to find an article that I found where they were talking about it. And then I see that Seth Green, um, he's actually the voice of Howard the Duck. Yep. He has leaked that this next Guardians of the Galaxy will have a Gamora Nebula story. That's probably what's sad. Either it's like a sisterhood type of situation, or one of them is dying. And I don't mm-hmm. think it's Gamora. I really, I really mm-hmm. think they're maybe they're probably going to explore the relationship with new Gamora because basically she's kind of like coming in fresh with this whole thing. Because you have Gamora who's kind of kind of was getting tired of the whole Thanos type of situation. And the only reason why she was fighting with her sister was because her sister was fighting with her. And you have Nebula who has kind of reconciled that part of her life. And they're, you know, they're going to come together and they're probably going to make me cry because I love sisters. I guess we will see. I guess we will see. Should be interesting though. Okay. So I found her quote. Um, Karen's quote. I need her to change her name. She was reading it with um, Palm Clementiev. Yeah. Who is Mantis. Yeah. She said, we rated in the same room together and then looked at each other and we were in floods of tears. You're learning more about existing characters on a deeper level. I'm really excited at explored Nebula post Thanos. So, you know, that doesn't hint at like someone dying, but clearly she's going to be. They said that Mantis and Nebula get bigger parts in this movie. I can do what if it's Mantis? She's weird. I don't think you know, she's like that cute person that you kind of would feel bad that died because they don't really do anything to hurt anybody, they're always there as like a happy comic comedy relief or anything. It's like, I mean, I wouldn't care, but you know, there's some people out there that may. (laughs) I, um, I don't know. I mean, she's cute or whatever, I might feel a little bad. I would feel worse if Drax died. I would, matter of fact, I would feel worse if um, Rocket died. Yeah, I think Rocket dying would be like because I mean his life has already been tragic. Are they uh, going to explore that? His what? His origins? Um, I don't know. The trash panda. Look at Blue back there. I guess do would we we need his backstory now? I mean. 
Because he's already talked about what happened to him. Has he? He said I can't. Mm-hmm. He, he was created in a lab. Mm-hmm. Or experimented on or something. But yeah. see, for some reason, I feel like. Was he? He was. Wasn't he like experimented on by a celestial or something? I'm not sure. Am I getting my stories crossed? Oh, experimented on Rocket. <clears throat> okay, it says the scars on his back are a result of experiments done on him by the robots on Half World. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know who they are. I don't know so, either. But I feel like if we get that, then we need to also get more of a backstory with Drax seeing. Because we haven't really seen what happened with him and his wife, did we? I need to go back and watch those first two guys. He just says, when we find him, he's in jail for something, but I don't remember why he's in jail. Mm-hmm. We heard him talk about how, you know, Thanos basically, his army killed his wife and his daughter. Was it or, Thanos or was it the Kree I think it was Thanos because, you know, he spent the whole time trying to kill him. That was one of the reasons why when uh, he came to take the, the stone... They had issues with that because soon as uh, Drax saw Thanos, he went straight into that emotional, you killed my family, I'm trying to kill you thing. Okay. And then um, he basically got thrown off somewhere. And then, um, what's her name? Gamora was trying to trick him and stab him and all that crap. But, yeah. I, I mean, let me just say, I love me some Zoe Saldana. I mean, always have. We're not going to talk mm-hmm. about the um, Nina Simone situation. You know, mm-hmm. that didn't that didn't happen. But I, I mean, I love her. And um, I love how she plays Gamora. Mm-hmm. She's perfect Gamora. Perfect I can't Gamora. imagine uh, Amanda Seyfried as Gamora. Because she was the original choice. She was in the running for that role. Why did they? But, uh, but she declined it. She had like other obligations or something. And then it ended up going over to Zoe. You give your other... This is a Marvel film, dog. Mm-hmm. I'm taking whatever job you got. I'm just like, you, I'm taking... You know the about, steady cash flow? How about you figure out your other obligations and work them around the Marvel? I, I mean, I wouldn't try to make it work. It's a Marvel film. I am there. Very I few of there. them. Because I'm just thinking about you're gonna you're guaranteed to be in multiple films because you're in such a big thing. You're gonna be invited to go to all these conventions and stuff. That's more money. And then this type of exposure, almost all these people end up being in other movies, even if they're not starring. Like they're like the main character. They're in them. That's money, girl. Whatever. Because I would have definitely been taking it. With me too, for sure. For sure. I would have been up in there like, y'all gonna put this green makeup on me. Do I have to wear my natural What time do I need to get here? Right. Do 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 you need me to do anything? Do I need to cut some hair? Although, you know the girl who played Nebula, she actually shaved her head for this movie. Like, she was on, when she was on a panel once, she had a wig on. And she ended up taking off and you saw she had a fade. That would have been me too. You ain't going to be one of them girls uh, crying like the ones on America's Next Top Model. You knew what this was before you got here. Take your bald head, get that bunny, and go call it a day. What y'all think about 
which call it does the same thing. What's her name? Um, Okoye. She talks about cutting her hair. How often she cuts her hair? Mm-hmm. Um, for the role of the Dora Milaje. She look like Mantis. Mantis had like small roles here and there. She got in Guardians of the Galaxy because of that. That meant she was in Infinity War, Endgame. She's going to be in Thor: Love and Thunder, and Guardians of the Galaxy three. So that's five Marvel Who? by itself. Who's Mantis. Be, Mantis is going to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know the Guardian is supposed to be in there. Yeah, the space things. Mm-hmm. But she also was in Suicide Squad, the recent one that just came out. He, she had a cameo in there. I mean, she could have kept it. I told you but, about it. Mm-hmm. Then it was the Adams Family movie. She's in some animated things. Like you get your coins, man. You get your checks. Get your coins. The exposure. So we about to. She see, joined uh, Westworld too. We're about to see Similu. Mm-hmm. And Aquafina, they about to pop up a little bit more now too. Especially yeah. Simalu. I need to stop saying his name like that. <laughs> but see, yeah, who else? Uh, oh, what else? Um, okay, I'm trying to get back on track. Focus. So we did talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I'm really excited at the fact that um, Shang-Chi will be available for streaming on November the 12th. I need for that date to come faster because I want to see it again. And I, I want to see, see it in high either. quality. Because uh, it was so good. Yeah. That was one thing that I saw. People were talking about all the stuff that's coming out with, with him and Aquafina, and they're like, you know what? I'm not going to not go see this because of them. I'm going to go see it for all the other Asian people that are represented here and getting that type of representation out there so these kids can see themselves on stage. Like Black people have been wanting to see ourselves on stage more often too. So I said, you know what? I'm using that logic. I'll be there. I mean, but we had already seen it before some of this mess with Simulu. But I remember yeah, that's true too. with um Similu, I'm saying his name wrong. <laughs> with um Simu. Simu. I'm gonna say Simu. So but I remember before with Simu when I remember something popped off before the movie was actually supposed to do something. Mm-hmm. Um I can't really remember, but it was supposed to he I mean, some stuff had come out then. Um, I can't I can't remember what it was, but it, I guess it it wasn't enough to deter me from going to the movie because it didn't ring. You know, nothing kind of bothered me about going, so I still went. Some of the stuff coming out, and I somebody on TikTok was just like, you know what, I'm not gonna cancel this guy for stuff mm-hmm. that he said seven years ago because even though it's trash, and yeah, it's definitely trash, true, he should be held accountable. Um, but this was seven years ago when people changed and he said that he wasn't mm-hmm. going to hold it against them, which I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I can kind of see that. Um, seven years ago, he was 25. Was. He was 25, seven years ago. So, I, well, okay. But, people's but I will say changed. this, people's opinions change. Plus, I also say this, and this is no justification for him. This is not defending him at all, but he's also Canadian. There's certain things that we are going to be a bit more sensitive to because of our history in this country that he would never really understand. Like, you know, there are black people in other countries that don't understand the issues that we talk about sometimes because they haven't experienced what we have. They experience their own things, but they haven't experienced the stuff that we have. So 
I'm sure some of that stuff can be applicable to him too. He's he's 32 years old. I definitely thought he was older than that. I'm gonna throw it out there. Definitely thought he was older than that. But <clears throat> he, there's a lot of stuff that most of us have done said when we were younger. Sure. If people go and dig back and get your stuff, I mean, all you can say is like, that's how I was. But that's not how I am now. Hell, I was even remembering the episode of um, The Read. Mm. Uh, Crystal and Kefir were talking about. They were like, you know, if we went back and listened to some of our early episodes, we probably were cringe at some of the stuff that we said too. Oh, yeah. We've also grown so much over time. It's a matter, but I think most people just want people to to acknowledge that that was something that they did mm-hmm. and address it and you can move on from it. Like, cause I mean, we all have changed. We've probably said a lot of stuff. We, but most of us hopefully have changed to a point where we're not those people anymore. Right. I mean, I, I dig all of that. I dig all of that. Um, I think, but then has Simulu, has he said anything? Well, not recently, but mm-hmm. I feel like did he say something previously about like when this happened? Like I think when he had his little incident like back a little while ago, I think he came out and said something about it then. Um, but yeah, for he, some reason, he, I feel like Marvel is like you shut your damn mouth. Yeah, I think he made a uh, he tweeted something about you know this was like a couple years ago tweeting about how he said stuff in the past, but that's not who he is anymore or something like that. And then he retweeted that recently, kind of like look, you know. No, that's nothing. There's nothing to say that anything that I'm saying here is right, or the stuff that I said back then was right. I mean, but that's not who I am anymore. And I kind of agree with not fit, let, sitting in it, like continuing yeah. to talk about it, because then it's like you're not allowing someone to prove that they've grown, because right. you always keep making them go back to talk about things that represent a person that they're not anymore. anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, the one thing though, I will say though about this whole thing about Simi Lou and Aquafina, I think that Aquafina I think has done the opposite and by not saying anything has made it worse for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus her circumstances think, are a little different too because yes, very I grew so. up in the hood. I don't have to talk. I don't talk like that. Exactly. I didn't choose to talk like that. Like there are plenty of people that come from these backgrounds where they claim that this I taught like this because of where I came from. No, you taught like that because you chose to sound like the people around you. Right. Or you trying to sound like what you think these people sound like. Because you know like when, you listen, well, mm-hmm. when you step back in the house, your ass won't talk like that to your grandma and your mm-hmm. daddy. We see it a lot with white girls, particularly the ones that start getting um digged down by Juan and them. They decided they're gonna like start having this whole <laughs> This whole little accent that suddenly appears, I'm like, who? Where did this come from? How did you decide that this is what we sound like? Because the thing that to me sounds like you're choosing to do that is that all of them sound the same. Right. Whenever white girls decide they're going to sound like us, they, they literally same. all sound exactly they the same. They all sound the same, or what they think we like. We sound like I don't know, but like, well, mm-hmm. I want to know though. And this is the thing. Um, the fact that she doesn't want to talk about it lets me know that she knows that it was kind of jacked up and there ain't nothing that she mm-hmm. can really say. I yeah. think she kind of feels like damned if you do, damned if you don't. But my thing <laughs> is just that um, if that's the case and that you know people are going to ask you about it, 
You answer, should have an answer ready. Answer. Yeah, and you should have a team that's already like, look, let's go ahead and vet out what your response is going to be. Exactly. You ain't got to say this verbatim, but you need to make sure you hit all of these points in that um, that conversation. So when people ask, you can answer, we can dead it, and we can move on. And move on. But the thing that makes, to me, makes it even more... <laughs> Uh, when it comes to her, is that I watched an interview with someone did that. that was that interview? I think you yeah, said yeah, and they, she was like, she had said. But then, even when she was talking, that accent wasn't there. That that black scent wasn't there. But then, when you see her in all of these movies and stuff, it's like, oh, we want you to be the black Asian girl. Give us that voice. And then I'm like, come on. I thought but, it and was the fact that that's how you are all the time. This right. is just, it's, this is not a role for you in just this movie, and you're just doing it here. This is you thinking that this is how you're supposed to be all the time. I, it was it was when, and this is when it came to my attention. Like I wasn't even really Alexa, thinking anything of it. Turn on I the remember, light. Ooh, I remember when she was <laughs> on. Do you remember that show? What's that show used to come on MTV? It was like girls do something, boys do. It was a show that talked about. It was very relatable. I love that show. Um, yeah, well, let me see. MTV Girl Code? Yes. They had Girl Code oh. and Guy Code. And oh, the yeah, Girl Code. Um, Nicole Byer was on Girl Code. And yes. she was hilarious. Hilarious. As she always is. But Aquafina was up there talking like with that black scent and them glasses. And I thought that was just her, right? And then we get to the Golden Globes where she was nominated and they won. And she was, I was like, Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay. And then she, when she made the comment in that interview talking about something that she would never pick up a Chinese accent or whatever to be. Yeah, because she already picked up ours. <laughs> and then that's the thing. And I'm like, See, that's when you get in trouble because you see mm-hmm. enough to not do that to your own culture, but want to do something for Black folks or do something to Black folks. Pick us up and put us on when it's popular mm-hmm. because we set the trends. And mm-hmm. and then and white America and the f- white folks that have all the power um, love when it comes out of people who are not black um, mm-hmm. so they can prop them up and make money off of them. And it's mm-hmm. just like, it's, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of icky, too. And she I don't know. I feel like she should have to atone for that, at least until she gives mm-hmm. some type of answer that's just like, yeah. hey. Because she, I hope she knows that this is going to be something that comes up a lot. Until she gives an answer, people are going to keep asking her because one, now that means that that reporter wants to be the one that broke her. Mm-hmm. She could have dated this early on, but she chose not to. She decided that she was going to just fester in this black scent that she has rather than just uh-uh. trash, trash. Yeah. But, and one more point, and then I guess we have to move on. But, like, <laughs> TikTok, boy, I be on TikTok, okay? But TikTok be giving me entertainment, and just I like hearing other people's point of views on things that I enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. But somebody was just like that it is not lost on them. They're not saying that Simi Lu and Aquafina shouldn't have to um, atone or talk about you know what's happened to them or not be held responsible for some of the things that they said and they've done but they're not going to sit here and act like that people of color have to be to a certain standard in order to not kind of like be touched by some of the negative stuff that they've done you know comes out Mm -hmm. and um and i was like that's interesting because i was just thinking about that i was just like they had to be damn near perfect Mm mm-hmm 
Because I was yeah. saying, like, did they do it to Chadwick? They didn't do it to Chadwick because Chadwick didn't have anything. Yep. And he had already built up such a good reputation in the business. The thing, uh, another thing that's big, really different between these two is like these people have been acting, but they're still fairly new. Mm-hmm. Chadwick had been in the game for a while. Yep. And so it was like, not only did we already know he was going to be a great person choice, like his acting was on point, he had to look, all the other stuff, but he was, he's proven himself to be a good person over time. Yeah. Whereas and these people are still like fairly unknown. They were fairly unknown until this moment. Like people knew Simulu, uh, Simulu, mm-hmm. <laughs> since Kim's convenience, because that blew up. Have you watched like, it? Is it was- funny? I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. Uh, I just, in my mind, I tell myself that it's going to give me the feeling I had when I watched Shit's Creek. That's what I'm hoping for, because Shit's Creek, that that show is hilarious. I'm going to watch but, it. I really am, because I, I, oh, I love love the dude. What's the dude? What's his name? Which one? You, with Eugene Levy or the son, son? The son. Um, I, I can't remember his name, but he's I just hilarious. like we'll be friends in real life. They he is hilarious. hilarious. Uh, and the fact that the dad, the son, and the sister are all in the show. Their sister plays a girl that works at a diner. She's like really ditzy. In fact, their daughter in the show, I think, stole her boyfriend from her. But <laughs> yeah, but it's just, it's so funny though. The humor is just so funny. And then you just. It's only five seasons, I think, five or six yeah. seasons. But you you grow to really love these characters to the point when you get to the fifth season and certain stuff starts happening, you find yourself getting emotional with them, like you you were a part of this the whole time. It's just because it's it's a show that you don't expect to like. I didn't expect that I was going to like another show about some more white people that had money and lost it. I was just, but when I started hearing that, and then oh my gosh, their mom. I hear she's like the best part of the show. I hear she's hilarious. She, oh, every single character on the show was hilarious. Every single one. But if I had to choose the mom, is it's the accent. When you hear her talk for the first time. In fact, they said when they filmed the series, no one knew how she was going to be acting. She decided that she was going to give the mom this accent. And it's this made up like it sounds like she's trying to sound rich so mm-hmm. her like she drags her words a little bit she's bebe instead of baby <laughs> like it's just <laughs> and like she has weird moments where her voice goes up and down in the sentences so it's not really a steady sound mm-hmm. she said when she first did spoke everybody on the set busted out laughing they had to cut and start over because they did not expect that was going to be how she was going to talk. So you definitely have to get into that. I'm going to. I'm going to watch it because it looks and I'm going to look at Kim's convenience. I want to broaden my um, my my palette with watching TV and mm-hmm. looking into because usually I like my black shows and some of my mm-hmm. white shows. Um, yeah, like the one you convinced me to watch. I want to get into telenovelas. Those are funny. They're so over the top. Incredibly over the top, but they're funny. So, but um, I'm gonna. Where is Kim? Is it on Hulu? Where can I watch Kim? I think it might be on Hulu. Like Google. It's Netflix, says it. Yep, it looks like all. 
all of the seasons of on Netflix. Okay. See. Yeah, it looks like it's five seasons. When did it did it come on TV? Um, I'm not sure. Okay, so looking at the picture of this family, Simulu looks younger here. <laughs> he looks like he would be the age that he really is, but in Shang-Chi, he does not look that age. So it looks like it was a Canadian show, makes sense. Oh, okay. But then it, it debuted on Netflix, and that's how it's gotten big. Okay. So, but yeah. Simulan. All right, so we've talked about Guardians. Let's go into. We're kind of. I want to get your opinion on this whole Eternals being rated PG 13. Okay. So I was looking it up. It says that it got. PG-13 rating because of fantasy violence and action, some language, and brief sexuality. So, looking at it, it says that, because <laughs> their reaction was the same about it. They said, so you might think that there's going to be some romantic love scenes or romantic moments in a film that warrant the rating, but there's another possible reason for the rating. The sexuality could refer to the more diverse cast that's going to be highlighted in the project because... Festos's husband, well, one of the male characters is married to a man. So I guess this is their way of warning people that this is what they might see. But is um, that necessary? At this point. I don't know. Maybe like they're kissing. If they kiss, maybe they might be too much for somebody or something. I don't know. I mean, it's 2021. Like, I guess. I think it's stupid. I mean, when I saw that it had brief sexuality, I thought it was going to be when um, Angelina Jolie busts wide open for the uh, Celestial. But She's I not. Guess that's not. He is or taking the her. Deviant, I mean, no. No, she busting it wide she open. She is not. That is not the a deviant. look of pleasure. She is leaning from him. She ain't going to be busting it wide open for nobody. Okay. You want to believe that. I just saw the look on her face when he rubbed her face with his tentacle-looking thing. She was like, ooh, gross. Yuck. She was like, can't get. No, that's not. Was <laughs> <laughs> not. What I'm just saying, that's what I got from that. No. I'm, but I, I do praise Marvel for their ability to continue to make their universe diverse and their really accurate depictions in a lot of cases of how things are in the comics. Because a lot of these characters who are gay or bi or whatever they might be are that in the comic. And people who've been reading comics never had issues with it. So I like that they're at least bringing it out here, like hiring people that are accurate, like the the deaf person, Echo and Hawkeye. And the fact that we actually have they had Asian people from the part of Asia that they were supposed to represent for a change. Cause you know, they're good for like, Oh, Asian, but we got these from India. Like they did with, um, Avatar, the last airbender. They just did whatever they wanted to when it came to casting for that. I mean, I, mm, mm, I think that's why I don't, I don't, I'm not really understand. Honestly, can I just say that I thought that all Marvel films were PG 13. I thought too, but they said that I didn't realize this, it was a thing. Let me see. Is it the first? It could be. Black Panther on PG 13. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they ain't have nothing real graphic in there. There was some sexual in the window between um, T'Challa and um, old girl, <laughs> the kid. Yeah, this is the first movie to be rated PG-13. That's insane and only to me. because of the brief sexuality. Not about the cussing and stuff like that, because, you know, Shang-Chi t- took that to another level. They were doing, like, real cussing. But that's where we are now. Lord, I guess Marvel. I think that's stupid. Mm-hmm. They see worse. Than, you you telling me that we got to mark this movie as a PG thirteen film, as if kids don't see worse than two men or two women, whatever, kissing outside mm-hmm. of that. So let's put right. a PG thirteen on because we don't see two men kissing. I guess. Well, I, maybe I'm telling you, it might be because Angelina busting it wide open for the defense, though. She not. Okay. She not. She's not busting mm-hmm. wide open. She's trying to get away from him. Yeah. He she says, looked real comfortable. She was like, oh. She was not. She's being this held. Is, this feels great. Rub me in my face. That's not what that is. He probably spit on her right afterwards. That's not what that is. That's a kink, mm-hmm. too. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kink shaming. You do you. Oh, ain't you don't no do way. it in my Disney movie. You, you, they know it won't be any spitting in a Disney film unless they spitting on the <laughs> ground. They won't be spitting on each other and spitting in each other's mouths. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. That's Hunky what you think. <laughs> right in the face. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. I'm getting right, so. young with my man. All right. So. I guess we're now about to dive into the meat and potatoes of this episode, okay. right? So, we got to episode seven. What was it? What if Thor were an only child? Which we see in this film, I mean film, this episode, Odin, instead of keeping uh, Loki, he gives Loki back to the people. I'm going to call them White Walkers. He gives them back to the White Walkers. And then they explain that because Loki wasn't there, it kind of left Thor in this very immature state. He was basically. Yeah, but he he took it. He took it to new lengths with this. Like he literally was acting like a frat boy all the time. And he was using um he was using Rainbow Road to just go to these planets and just have parties. Haven't <laughs> so we see how he is. We see his first interactions with um what's her name? Jane. Yeah, this is such a Blah name, Jane. Well, she she. Uh, I did like the fact that Darcy voiced herself. That was her. I, I, I couldn't tell in the beginning. Yeah, it was Darcy. Mm-hmm. Was it Natalie Portman? That's um, Jane. Is that like it, her? Yeah, they had Natalie Portman in it. She was in it. Well, Darcy was in it. And um, did Hemsworth come back and voice himself? I think did Hemsworth come back? I think I know Tom Hiddleston. Sounded like himself. I know Drax wasn't. You can hear that he wasn't the same one. But there were a lot of things in this episode. Okay, let me go ahead and preface all of this conversation with this is my least favorite episode of the What If series thus far. It was just 
I, I think that it was a nice change in pace, but it was also too abrupt of a change of pace for me because we had been seeing all this deep and heavy stuff for the last couple of weeks, and then we get a frat boy. Do you think it was deep and heavy because of Chadwick? No, not even just that, because, you know, before we had a series of them. Mm-hmm. We had episode, was it four with Doctor Strange and that whole situation, dark. which was dark. We had the zombies after that. <laughs> and then we had um, the the Killmonger thing. So it was like we were getting like hit back to back to back to back. And then the next thing you know, we are watching him push the Tower of Pisa and all the other stuff straight. So it was that was a little bit for me. But I did like what happened with the Loki. Like they gave him back and he he caught up with everybody. You mm-hmm. know, they said he was extra little and stuff at the beginning. Like he caught up and ended up being a big old blue man and everything. And then they still interacted with each other in this weird brotherly way. Can I just say Cause you know I love me some Loki, right? Mm-hmm. But can I just say that I loved him even more as a frost giant, like as a white walker. Mm-hmm. He seemed well adjusted mm-hmm. and happy. And he knew who he was. Exactly. Listen, like he he had a an identity, he had a sense of self, and mm-hmm. he had a sense of belonging, and it came through his confidence when he was interacting with everybody. I loved it. I love even even though they weren't brothers, they were still brothers. So mm-hmm. I guess that's something that we can depend on. Like no matter <laughs> what universe, they'll probably be brothers in some capacity. It, mm-hmm. it may it be a brother from another mother, they like to say, mm-hmm. or um, through whatever circumstances. They, but that's probably one of like outside of romantic relationships. I think one of my favorite relationships, familiar mm-hmm. relationships, is between Thor and Loki. Because mm-hmm. no matter how much Loki was an asshole, Thor was just like, I'm going to love you anyway. So mm-hmm. you can just do. And I, and I just love that the most. But I, I, I enjoyed this episode. Mm. I did. I loved it way more so, than Captain. Um, okay. So walk us through your experience. What was it about this episode that just set you off? So because, okay, so I loved it better than the episode one because Peggy Carter didn't do much for me. Hated it. <laughs> Not hated it, but definitely didn't like it as much as I liked this episode. But what I liked about Thor, though, was that to me, it seemed on brand. Mm. Just his personality. Like, this seemed, to me, it seems like if this could be a plausible Thor, and that might just be because of how they played him up with the last two films, Ragnarok and um, Endgame. Well, not even Endgame, mm-hmm. but maybe just Ragnarok and how I like that he wasn't serious and I like mm-hmm. that he's funny and I like that. I, I hope that they keep going with this because I like, because he fits that frat boy, blonde, big, buff, dumb type of prototype. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I mean, to me, I liked it a lot. Bro Thor seems like a lot of fun and um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it a lot. And I also enjoyed the interactions with Loki um, I loved it. I loved it. Like he just seemed so happy and happier. Mm-hmm. He just seemed like I just love that. Um, I'm trying to think of what else about the episode. Oh, how he was afraid of his mom. I love that. Definitely afraid of Frigga. Frigga was Frigga has whooped him a couple of times. She had to. Mm-hmm. He was just like, My mom's coming. 
<laughs> and everybody was like, no, especially Loki. He was like, no. you know, my mom. But Thor was like, I mean, Loki was like, don't be pulling me up in this. We got to go. <laughs> you figure this out yourself. We out of here. But then I saw them later helping. Well, some of the other mm. frost giants were helping to clean up and stuff. But I just mm. thought it was funny. But he was like, what is my mom? My mom's coming. I thought that was mm-hmm. I love that part. I love that he was more afraid of Frigga than he was of Odin. Um, the only thing I liked in the whole episode was the very end. <laughs> oh, what, the, was there other stuff that you liked? Well, I like okay the relationship with Loki. Check. Mm-hmm. Um, how he was afraid of his mom. Check. Oh, mm-hmm. the chemistry between him and Jane Foster just does not ride with me. It I didn't just get don't it either. Like, if you, if you would have asked me, I wouldn't even have known that there was any chemistry there. It didn't feel like chemistry until the very end when she was like, oh, you want to get my number? It was like, oh, now it feels like they actually, because, you know, sometimes people in these movies and shows act like they hate each other, but there's like this, this like, ooh, this fire underneath, like, you know, getting the undercarriage going. But I didn't get that. <laughs> I didn't get it with all. I just felt it's like just, it really just felt like they were just. Uh, it was their interactions was they lacked life. They lacked anything. And I don't know how passionate they get in the comic books, but I just I I don't see it for Jane and Thor. I just don't see it. I just, it's just it don't do nothing. Like for example, and I'll bring this in our you know DC. For a second, because it's kind of on, but not really. Mm-hmm. Just like Thor, I mean, not Thor, but um, Aquaman and Mira, right? Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be all passionate and stuff, but I'm not getting it. I didn't get it either. I um, feel like in the back not, of his mind, he was like, Lisa told me not to get too close to you. You're hilarious. But I mean, not <laughs> even that. And it ain't even got nothing to do with Amber Heard, even though she's raggedy. I just mm-hmm. don't think, because I noticed this, because people are like, they're just not. Because what it is, is like they're acting okay. They don't have any chemistry. So when you see them on screen together, it's kind of just like, uh. It feels like they didn't spend time together. They, you right. know, I feel like a lot of these actors, in order to make sure they have chemistry, they spend time together to get to know each other. This felt like some people that just met on the set and just started acting and had to feel their way through it. Right. And I'm just like, they were like, hello, my name is Chris. You're Natalie. Great to meet you. Let's get to work. And then, if it, and then I always, and this is, and there, and he's, she's not a romantic interest for him, but um, Valkyrie, mm-hmm. they have more chemistry to me. It's Lady Sif. Sif, she, more she has more chemistry. Like, I was expecting that was going to be a love interest. They had this banter. They had this, yes. they had natural chemistry. So, I mean, and then, a lot of that, was, especially with Valkyrie, is because they had amazing chemistry on Men in Black. So it's just mm-hmm. like, I can see it. I saw mm-hmm. it in Men in Black, and I can for sure see it when they're working together in Thor. Like, you can tell the chemistry is there. But for some mm-hmm. reason, with Natalie Portman, it's just, it falls flat. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm just like, And that's sad. It, it, you didn't even get it from an animated version either. No, we didn't get it in person. We didn't get it in. It's like, they have not figured out how to bridge that gap. And I don't know what it is. And I'm like, I don't know what it is. But I don't, I don't I don't know if it's because Natalie, I don't know what it is. But if he's supposed to be all crazy and passionate about Jane, I don't see it. I don't feel mm-hmm. it. And it's just like, and he's married. I know he's married or whatever. But it's just like, if I'm watching a movie and you're telling me that these two people are love interests, I need to feel it. I, need I mean, to think about it. it like this. Will Smith. Will Smith when he was in Hitch. 
So he was in Hitch. The chemistry that he had with uh, Ava Mendez was believable. Yes. And he was whole ass married that whole time. Yes. It's like you realize you still got a job to do. That's <laughs> like, come right. on, it's man. like, I mean, it's like, okay. Like, we know that these people have significant other partners, what have you, mm-hmm. outside of this. But when you're in this film, it's supposed to be make-believe, and I'm supposed to believe that Thor is head over heels, crazy in love, passionate about Jane, and I don't get it from either one of them. Yep, that, there's literally nothing there. So, nothing there. And I'm, I need to look that up. I want to see how they are in the comics. Like, what's like, what's there in the comics? Or are they really just trying to make Jane a thing? And she not really a thing. Mm-hmm. Like they did with Wolverine. They made him a thing. But anyway. You gonna leave him alone. But like, oh, and there was another video. I forgot to share it. But they were talking about I have to find it. But they were basically talking about the difference between why everybody loved Loki and why everybody is kind of lukewarm on Thor. Mm. And like, you would think that because of how Thor looks, how Chris Hemsworth looks, that everybody would be going gaga crazy over him. And people do think he's attractive or whatever, but they don't be gagging out like that way they be gagging out over Loki. And he, the guy broke it down. Oh, he was like, it's like because you believe that Loki is humping. You don't see that with Thor. And your mind is able to wonder with Loki because you know that he's doing something. Thor is not. Mm-hmm. Or it's not being on screen that he's not. So that's why you're just kind of like, mm, he's attractive, but what have you. Mm-hmm. I'm it's not even did you ever watch the originals? The originals? Yeah, no. It's a, a vampire show. No. Well, there's a, on that show, okay, the original is basically a vampire show that follows the very original uh, vampires. Is like, it funny? They can't. No. Okay. Oh, it's, it's good, though, but it's not funny. But um, the main guy, his name is Klaus. Klaus, mm-hmm. to me, is like Loki. He's one of those people where he's supposed to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, but you find out that a lot of the, the decisions that he makes, like they're rooted in something good. Uh huh. He's one of those people, just like Loki, where he feels a certain way. He loves certain people, but he doesn't know how to truly express his mm-hmm. version of love to them. Everybody obsessed over Klaus. Like it's because he was, well, Klaus is the guy who plays Klaus is actually married to um, Portia. Not for is it Portia Boone Portia. from Girlfriends? Portia. She played um, Lynn. Okay, no, okay. Now I need to look him up so I can see what he looked like. Yeah. My girlfriend. Just type in Klaus the Originals. Like his his name is Niklaus Michelson. Why he look familiar to me? I see him in something else. What else he been in? Um, Joseph Morgan has been in. Well, I don't know if you watch Vampire Diaries, but that's where I remembered him starting in. But before that, looking at movies, I don't. I haven't seen any of these movies, and he I haven't seen familiar. any of these other shows. I um, I watched Vampire Diaries like the first couple of seasons, and then I fell off. Yeah, on Vampire Diaries, he was a person that came on the show who was trying to become a a hybrid. Basically, he was already like half werewolf, half vampire, and half of him had been suppressed. And he was going through a ritual to make it so that he can actively be both at one time. 
So he had to do some sacrifices and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But yeah, he's cool. But that's how people were about him. Like there were plenty of other people they could love on the show, but there was just something about his personality that made him kind of magnetic. You Mm. just had, you wanted to like him because you wanted to root for him all the time. You wanted to root for Klaus, but yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. So your favorite part was the end Mm -hmm. with Vision. Not even just that him, the reveal. Did you notice that even the watcher didn't know what was going on? Mm-mm. So at the end, you know, he said, and they lived happily ever after. And then as soon as he said that, that's when Otron Vision came through the thing. Yes. He thought he didn't he thought that what the little defining event with um Odin giving Loki back only just made the whole progression to get Loki, I mean Loki, um, Thor and Jane together in this different way. We saw how mm-hmm. immature he was all the way through. He didn't know that this man was about to come through that thing. So he was just as shocked as we were when that happened. And that's crazy because the Watcher, like, well, it's not that he knows everything. He just, he watches everything. So he had he doesn't really know everything. So but yeah, I think that <clears throat> that whole thing got me because he walked through with all of the infinity stones. He had every single infinity stone. Like all of them, all six. So I was watching Eric. I was watching what's, what's the black dude from New Art Stars? MT? What's his name? They were talking about it. They were talking about it together. And they think that this moment is the moment that's going to cause all of the rest of the episodes to start intertwining. But but what what would that mean for um, uh, zombie uh, Thanos? I don't know. We're about, I guess we'll find out. What if he, because Zombie Thanos had a lot, all of the stones, well, most of the stones too. Right. Can you imagine a world where they're fighting and the zombies are crossing into everything? Because we know that it's gonna, they're crossing eventually. Because we've seen Captain Carter in the previews fighting against like a zombie. And <clears throat> we know that we're going to see Killmonger in them again because we saw the image of Pepper Potts with the gun and Shuri with the stuff and all of Dora Milaje in the background. I don't know where this is, how this is about to happen. But I kind of gasped a little bit because I was like, oh, it's Ultron. And then the thing lifted and I saw the division, the stone. I was like, oh. <laughs> I said, I said, oh, I said, not my vision. <laughs> you better leave Vashon where he is. I just want, I, you know what? There are just characters that I just want to remain good. And Vision is one of them. I hate when he goes off the path <laughs> of logical goodness. Well, looks like it's about to happen again. Do you well, think Wanda's like coming back? <sighs> what Wanda? Oh, is well, it going to be the zombie Wanda? Well. But they're going to find a cure. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'll tell I'm you just what. thinking about that because, like, what if we actually see 
in this universe, in this multiverse thing that's about to happen, Vishon killing Wanda as a zombie. He gonna kill, and then I feel like he'll kill himself afterwards. I just, don't too. But I guess, but I, they wouldn't have had that bond this time around. Well, because you know, because if this is, if this is Vashon, because I'm gonna call him Vashon as the version of him who has all of the stones. If this is Vashon, that means that Otron succeeded in creating this perfect thing and bonding with this. The whole motive behind a lot of what happened in Age of Ultron. So if that's the case, then Wanda and Ultron, I mean, Wanda and Vision never bumped Douglas. They didn't do that anyway. That's what you think. I'm not doing it. No, that's no. what you when think. You, no, you're not going to convince me. She, she over here with this walking vibrator. You think that she ain't used it once? No way. No, no ma'am. Okay. No, sir. No, ma'am. No, Y'all sir. heard it here first. No, ma'am. No, sir. You heard it here first. And she can distort reality. She could have made him whatever she wanted him to. No, ma'am. No, sir. No doubt. Wanda a freak. No. And she, we already seen she into um, <coughs> role playing. I mean, she did all of the eras. She's dressed up in little outfits. It all makes sense now. You know what I did not remember? That Hawkeye named one of his kids after Pietro. Did not remember that. I did not know that. <laughs> I was like, Pietro. Wow. Uh, like. His name, wow. I think. Oh, because he did. He he sacrificed himself for him. Sure did. Wow. It makes sense now. I hated it. Oh, died. so it's his middle name. So his son's name is Nathaniel Pietro Barton. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, I guess. Oh. What? Okay. So I didn't know this. The The child's name is in honor of both Natasha and Pietro. Yeah, because they, I think if you, was it Age of Ultron? It might've been Ultron where they had to go. Yeah. They went to Clint House and, um, and she was, Natasha was talking to his wife or talking to him or something. And he and he was she was talking to it like it was a little girl, and he was like, "It's a boy." And I think right then is when she said, "Well, Nathaniel or something." See, okay. First of all, I'm gonna need to go back and watch Age of Ultron because it's like, Me too. My, my, that's that's one, not one of my favorites. Um, but second, I need to have a conversation with his wife. Why? Because we need to talk about why she was okay with naming their child after two people that she didn't know like that. Because she trusted her husband. Mm -mm. You over here naming our son after this woman that you told me you ain't had nothing with anyway. But They didn't. I don't know. Black Widow probably busted wide open for Aunt Clint too. She did not. Let me see if they were romantic in the comics. They were not. Yeah, see. Mm. Well, it says they're best friends. Best friends. Oh, but they said that they were something that tried to imply that um, 
Hmm. She has feelings. She had feelings for him in the comics. But mm-hmm. they also Natasha also had something going on with Tony Stark, but they didn't explore that. <laughs> we didn't get to explore that. So, Tony explored that. You're disgusting. Which just like Cap, the chemistry between Cap and Natasha and Winter Soldier was clearly there. Like it was definitely there, and I'm like, okay, so when y'all gonna bust it wide open for each other? Never. Oh, he did, and then he went over to Sharon because Cap is a fuckboy. Oh, don't say that. Um, but I think I got sad about. Are you just gonna be casually like kissing up on? A blood relative to your girl from like the twenties. How you do that? That's like what Mark Morgan Freeman did by marrying his stepdaughter. She ended up dying a while a little while ago. Mm-hmm. She got stabbed or something. Oh well, sorry to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. It's your face. <laughs> you were like, ooh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it was one of those like, oh, hmm. well, now I feel a little bad about that st- statement. No, you but don't. you know, I don't. Exactly, you're raggedy. <laughs> I don't. Okay, so we have what? Well, that was episode seven. So that means we have two episodes left of what if? Do you have? Do you think that the final episode of what if will? directly connect to the MCU in any way? Do you think that we'll get an actual crossover relationship between the two? Probably. Because Hmm. Kevin has already made it known that this MCU, the What If series, is Marvel canon. So it could... It could This last episode could definitely be connecting us to one of the films. Um... In Eternals, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, anything is possible. This is true. I was trying to think of what I think it it can connect to. Because if it did connect to something directly, I would wonder if it would be somehow connecting to like um, Far From Home. Mm. Or would it somehow connect to Doctor Strange? Because I'm like, I don't know know. what this Doctor Strange is going to show us. I don't know what that movie's doing. Like, are we just going to be thrown into a situation where all of these multiverses are like out there and we're just seeing all kinds of crazy stuff? Are we jumping from multiverse to multiverse? Like, what is happening? What if they jump into the, uh, the animated version? No, there was something I did read that said that. What if it's actually live action? We're just seeing the events as the watcher interprets them. So he sees them almost like a story or like a cartoon, something he's watching. So if it did cross over, it technically would be live action to live action on the back end because technically we're just seeing it as a cartoon. And I wouldn't be surprised if, like, one of the episodes kind of blends into real time. Mm -hmm. Uh, What if we see something like what happened with, um, like, we saw with the whole thing with Loki 
and how the time, like the, it matched perfectly with what happened in WandaVision and stuff like that. What if we end up seeing the effects of what took place in Loki showing in what if at the end? Or maybe that's what happens that causes, like, maybe we'll see that happen in this next episode, and then it will explain how these other universes are kind of crossing suddenly. Do you think we're good at Kang? That'd be cool. I want to see more of him anyway. I do too. But... I don't know. I don't know. I just I can't I don't I can't predict where Marvel is going with what if. Mm-hmm. I mean, they said that it's Marvel canon and is preparing us for this multiverse that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, you seem to think they're going to introduce something big in one of these what if episodes. I, I think so. I feel like it has to because all of these so. shows have had something big revealed in some way, shape, or form. Like it's something like even whether it was us finally getting the reveal of Captain America, like Sam being Captain America, that was a big moment for that series. The WandaVision thing had multiple ones like, you know, Tiana Parrish finally assuming her role as Spectrum and then seeing Wanda doing her astral projection thing, all the other stuff was going on there. Loki having Kang die and all of the multiverses starting to spew off and become solid like timelines. It makes me wonder what is going to happen here that something's got to happen to make some miles drop. I want it. (laughs) You want it. It It's going to happen. I don't know. I mean, before I thought that I didn't think that Marvel would reveal anything major in television shows, like the live action Mm -hmm. television shows. And um, and they said, "Gotcha." They did, but I rub wrong. I don't know. It's still a cartoon. It's mm-hmm. still a cartoon, and they're still making live action things. So I don't know if mm-hmm. anything will be revealed in What If. I just think I, I really so. think that That's What If is it's getting a season two. Loki it is getting, had a, a, it's getting a season two, and it had but a huge reveal. Work? How's that gonna work? I don't know. With all the stuff going on in the background. Like, I feel like Loki's got a season two coming. I think we're going to see mm-hmm. Loki in some more movies. Yeah, I think they said Loki might be in Thor and I hope um, he's in Thor. Doctor Strange. Uh, an end credit scene. If I just get an end credit scene and Loki is just like, brother, immediately bawling. Tears. <laughs> okay? Immediately. Even if it's something small like that. But, I mean, they're... They we gotta keep they're gonna keep Loki relevant because they're doing the season two because it was so successful. He's gonna pop up in a movie. I mean, he may not be like in the movie per se, but an end credit scene or something like a brief little cameo, definitely. Or explaining the time stuff. Um, so like I can definitely see Loki and um, Ant Man because mm-hmm. that's closely they're closely related. Um, but you know something that would be really dope. What if? You know, with this multiverse thing, like the multiverse impacting a lot of the movies, and we know that like Captain America or well, Sam Wilson is getting his own movie. What if something happens and his timeline crosses with another timeline and we get 
Captain America, Sam, and then Captain S. Chris, and they're fighting together, both with their shields. Can you imagine the action sequences and the way these shields would be flying around and stuff? That would be really, really dope. And in that same vein, we might, what if they agreed to some deal with Robert Downey Jr. to make some type of crossover moment where Ironheart actually gets to meet Iron Man from another universe and they kind of can work together. I just feel like it, it could be like amazing. I want to see, if that's the case, I want to see Shuri and Tony Stark. I oh, yeah. see them talking, having conversations that I don't understand. Oh. That's what I want. <laughs> okay? I want them to talk science terms and I want Shuri well, to if, be an adult. Well, if we can't get Tony, at least we know um, uh, Mr. Fantastic is coming. And he's supposed to be one of the most intelligent people in Marvel Universe as well. So seeing him and Shuri make magic happen that way too would be kind of cool. They probably wouldn't have the same banter that Tony would have because, you know, Tony was cocky. But that would be really cute. I mean, we got a little bit of it with Hulk, but Mm -hmm. not as much as I would have liked. But yeah, Um, but Hulk got shut down so quick. It didn't even feel like a conversation. And then she just kind of looked at him like dummy. Right. My favorite part though is when Vision is just like, "Yeah, why didn't you?" Looking up at him, <laughs> and I was just like, "I loved it." Yeah, I just loved it. But no, though, to get it back on track with what if, I don't know. You think they're going to reveal something big? I don't think they're going to reveal do. anything too crazy. I think because- what if is really just a way to get our minds thinking about the possibility of alternate universes. Even it confuses my son a little bit. When he's watching it. I think that it's going to be something big because we know in the comic, the Watcher got in trouble for intervening. And we don't know the true repercussions of that yet. And this last episode showed that something happened that he wasn't really expecting to happen. And we're seeing a vision with all six Infinity Stones. Something... It's building up to him intervening. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what it would be. So, I mean, we're um, the next. Uh, well, the next episode, hopefully we're getting. I want to see that matchup with Gamora, Thor, mm-hmm. um, Black Panther. I hope that's the next episode so I can see what that's about. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're fighting Vishon. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be. Mate, what? What if they end up fighting all these zombies and then Vashon come through the gate like, yo, <laughs> I'm here too. Like, and then it's just, oh, it's just, this is going to be so good. It's going to be good. I feel, I feel it. That's why you have to have confidence that there will be a big reveal coming. Because, you know, we haven't, had, we haven't had any post-credit scenes yet. I almost want to put money on the fact that this last episode will have a post-credit scene of some sort. Okay. And I want them to finally release what Miss Marvel's uh, release date will be. Because they're probably still they, if they're not going to release it this year, they need to just go ahead and say that. Okay, never mind. It has been official as of today. That her show has been delayed until 2022. Not that we did not already know that, but they could have said this a while ago. Like, this should have been happened. 
So, wait, hold on. Why does that still say then? Has been delayed. Let's premiere sometime 2022. No exact release date. So I'm guessing it's gonna probably get released like in the earlier part of the year because Captain well the Marvels comes out in November. And I don't think they're gonna wait to release it that close to that. It's probably gonna be Do you think she's gonna appear in the movie before the show? No, I think the show is gonna be her introduction and then she's gonna appear in the movie. And I guess it would make sense that it would be earlier in the year because they won't really have much. But then when you think about WandaVision, WandaVision came out earlier this year. Almost a whole year passed before the thing, the movie connected to that is going to be released. So. So that we have our answer with that. So we'll have to wait on Kamala Khan. Well, I think she actually pronounces her name Kamala Khan. Oh, she does Kamala? I think hers is Kamala. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Hmm. So next week, episode seven, no, eight of What If? And hopefully something magical drops that gives us a little bit more to talk about. I am going to start watching Doom Patrol because... I've heard good things about that show. So I'm going, no, but I didn't even finish season three of Titans. I'm going to go to season three of Titans and finish that. Cause I think that's just wrapped up because Doom Patrol just started up. I guess I need to start check Titans. Uh, y'all, I would have been, I would have been messed up. Mm-hmm. Would have been messed up. Cause I ain't had time to do nothing. I have been, I, when I tell you, I have, I haven't had a break. I had to watch what if I'm a, like at work, not at work, but, <coughs> I just, what is time? What is that? It's a social construct. Because I don't have it. (laughs) That's definitely what it is. I I don't know. So what if, hopefully some new news, and hopefully y'all, Dove Cat might start Titans. It's been about four weeks that she's mentioned it. I want to pop your lips right now. (laughs) We'll just see. Don't be shaking me. I don't want to hold her accountable to uh, for it or anything because no, but <laughs> she is hardworking woman with a child and a whole family. So, but yeah, so we'll talk about what if I really feel like what if is going to be good this week. And I'm really, really excited about no it. Expectations. I have all of them. I found no all of the expectations and I put them in a row. I'm coming All of them I have. with a clean slate, a clean heart, no expectations, and um, no expectations, and I'm always pleasantly surprised. I'm expecting magic. Well. I'm expecting something amazing. Well, yeah. I hope you get it. Otherwise, I might have to not watch anymore. I'm lying. I'm going to watch the next week, and then... I'm going to enjoy it. Exactly. You know we're going to eat up all the models now? Yeah. All right. So I think that's it. I think that's all. I think we're done. Blurds, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys.